Hey everyone and welcome to the Third Eye Meditation Podcast. Welcome back. Things are changing. We're really getting uh, things going, some big ideas, starting to put some of them in motion. Uh, we have a new website that we just put up. Uh, and I'm doing all this because uh, since the end of season three, I had Hannah join in now on the podcast and I just want to go in a new direction. Pretty soon you're going to see on here, along with our regular episodes and our regular seasons, we're going to have some sub podcasts as well. And I'm pretty excited about that because now, like I always said, and I've been saying this for the last three seasons, there's things I really wanted to dive into between the paranormal, UFOs, and all that fun stuff. But I keep sticking to my meditation theme, and I was always afraid to divert from it, you know, because I didn't want to divert anybody's attention. So I'm going to keep the meditation going on our regular seasons, and then I'm going to have these sub-podcasts, and we could talk about all that other fun stuff. I'm going to be putting a link as well on this page, and also on each description of each one of these episodes to go to our new website where you can actually view some more information based on this podcast and I'm pretty excited about it because it looks really good for one. Two, it gives um, you a way to contact me directly through our email and this way if you have suggestions or if you wanted to be a guest on the show, you could reach out to us and we could set something up. So we're pretty excited for that and also having these sub-podcasts as well. Hannah could sit and do her own podcast too when she feels she's ready to do it by herself or I could sit and help her out and join in on that. So, always want to uh, mention Mind's Eye Metaphysical, mindseyemetaphysical.com. All right, that's uh, Jen's place for all your needs, metaphysical. Check her out. She's in Marietta, Pennsylvania and she can be reached at 717-286-3784. Again, 717-286-3784. Uh, ThirdEyeMeditation.net. That's our regular website. You could go there, check that out. And also, listen, I really don't like doing this, but at the same time, I do like doing it. Since we have so many changes going on and we're starting to develop new ideas, all of this costs money. There's subscriptions. There's... Uh, platforms, there's equipment we got to buy. And if you really enjoy the content and you really want to continue hearing Third Eye Meditation, we're still going to be here no matter what. But in order to help us help you, when you go to Third Eye Meditation, I have a donations link. If you don't mind going to that thirdeyemeditation.net, go to the donations page, give what you can. No minimum, nothing like that. Just give us whatever you feel. This really helps us out. All right. Um, Rather than charging people for certain services, we decide for a brief moment in time we're going to stick with the donations until things start straightening out and we can start offering more things. So we really appreciate that. So this is the start of Season 4. We're excited about this. Hannah's in the studio. Hannah's here with us. And also have uh, my old friend from back in high school. And I'm sure she remembers those days. Or at least like me, I vaguely remember because it was so many years ago. But Maria is also in the studio too as well. If anybody is listening to this and caught our live show on our Wednesday night wind down when we did Laws of Attraction, Hannah and I sat there and uh, we gave what we could. And we did basically on layman's terms because Maria actually suggested we do that. And we're always up for suggestions. And I thought it was really good. And... So we just basically did a show on Laws of Attraction, just touching base on it. But I think Marie is full of knowledge. And yeah, she's I'm excited. got a lot to offer us. We're her audience today. We are her audience today, for sure. Marie is going to go ahead and she's going to spill her guts about everything she knows about the Laws of Attraction, which is really good because I'm going to give my take on it. Laws of Attraction, when it comes down to meditation, metaphysical and all, this is like the groundwork. This is the very basics of everything. Unless... You're thinking positively, nothing positive is going to come to you. Yeah. It's the foundation for every little bit, uh, a lot of things spiritually. So I know we could get in depth with this. So I want to introduce Maria. Maria, welcome to Third Eye Meditation Podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Hi. Hi, everyone. Same here. I just want to make sure you can still hear me, correct? Yep. We're all good. Okay, wonderful. Okay. So, um, yeah, so I reached out to Gary. a while back, um, we had done some, uh, 
a kind of a video together about um, forest bathing and hiking and meditation. Um, and one of the things that I had suggested is that he look into a law of attraction. I didn't know if he knew much about it. I think Gary, you did know a little bit about mm -hmm. it. Um, and I know you did do a, um, a show about it um, a while back. And I, I actually listened to the show. It was very informative. So, um, but I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about law of attraction and this idea that um, you basically can have anything you want um, just by thinking about it or what we're going to call manifesting it. And basically what manifesting it means is you, you have a clear idea of what you want and you meditate that idea. Um, and then in that meditation, once you've convinced yourself that that is something that's actually a doable thing, that these things that you ask for actually do manifest or they do come true. Um, and so um, it's a it's a kind of hard thing to believe that you can have anything you want just by thinking about it. Um, but I started to read up on it um, when I picked up on meditation. I want to say I've been meditating like very um, commonly or like very most of the time for about the past, I would say maybe a year, maybe two years, but I've been meditating for years prior to that. Um, so I wanna say maybe like 25 years ago, um, I had seen a, a doctor, a psychologist for just some you know, just some stress issues and they wanted to put me on medication and I wasn't really not into medication. And one of the things the doctor had suggested back then was to meditate. And that just really um, actually worked really well. And so I've kind of been on this journey um, and I read a lot of books, so um, I can mention some of the books, um, Gary. I don't know if you were. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So one of the one of the things that I um, one of the ways that I meditate is a method called the Silva method. Um, and so Jose Silva, um, he wrote a book. Um, I want to say it was like in the twenties. It's a it's a really good book. It's a short book if you want to buy it. He has his own method. The program is ridiculously expensive. I don't know if I would even recommend it. It's it's like thousands of dollars to go through the program. Um, but if you do want to research, it's ridiculously expensive and then you can get certified and whatever. Um, but to be honest, um, even if you just read the book, there's enough in there um, that you could pull from that. Um, and what he noticed, which was really, really bizarre, is um, he, was in, he was born in Texas. He was of um, Hispanic heritage. I want to say Mexican, but he was born in Texas. His kids were there. He was in a, like a, um, a Mexican culture. And he was noticing that his children were not doing well in school. So he had like six or seven, he had a big family, he had like six or seven kids. And he took one of his daughters and he basically started meditating with her. And within the matter of a couple of weeks, she started passing in school. And some of the things that she wanted to do were coming true. So, and it was, and he really, really thought it was just through this meditation. So for instance, I wanna pass the test, I'm gonna meditate and it, and it was coming true. Um, and he goes in even a little bit more deeper. Um, Gary, I know you're into the metaphysical. Physical, you might want to read his book because okay. he talks about ESP too. He talks about all kinds of stuff, but he really put in a lot of research. This is not just a guy who read a book. He put in a lot of research and he was able to prove it. Um, and so um, that's the method that I, I kind of use. Um, do either of you do any... Um, you know, law of attraction or try to ask for something and then test the limits to see if you actually get it. Just curious. All the time. All yeah. the time. <laughs> All yes. the time, yeah. Uh, I, uh, for one, I started practicing my own techniques for meditation and last summer I started getting into what I call universe meditating mm -hmm. and it's difficult to do because it has to be done outside so the weather's got to be perfect. got to have a nice clear sky but I lay on my back looking up into the stars and I start focusing and concentrating on the grander scheme of things. I start looking at the entire universe and trying to picture every, you know, the entire vastness of it and realizing just how small I am. And then recognizing and realizing that we came from the cosmos. We're all, you know, cosmic stardust. And then I set my intentions out and I asked the universe during my meditation session, this is what I want. And that's how I tested. I started doing it a lot. And it's funny because I had done a podcast on it on universe meditating. And I even brought up the point where I said, we could keep asking for things and keep, and some people actually try and do it and try, like you said, test the limits. And a lot of people say, well, it's not coming true. And I said, interesting, because not all of it comes true. So you have to wait for a point in time when it's right. Mm -hmm. 
And I also think, too, the universe is listening and is probably saying, now's not the right time. Or what you're asking for is not going to be good. So that's my thoughts on it. And yes, mm-hmm. so I definitely test its limits all the time. Hannah's been testing the limits kind of recently too with everything going on yes. and all the stress she's got right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so my biggest thing when I like I feel like I practice um with like the laws of attraction is is I'm a really I'm really big on the stop relying on luck and actually visualizing and taking action and making plans um to, you know, get what I want. And then also I'm always, I always make sure to be like thankful and grateful. And I know that plays a really key part in the laws of attraction because, you know, when you get that thing that you want and you worked towards, um, you know, you have to be thankful because the universe will return kind to you is how I see it. Yeah, I, I agree. And it's interesting um, getting back to Gary, because I know you're interested in space in general, right? I know you have, I know you're into UFOs and all things. So it's interesting how yes. you've, like, you'll, you'll project that into your meditate. And I think that's great. I think, I don't think there's any wrong way to meditate. I think you have to find something that, that you generally really, really enjoy, or you, you like to read about, or, or you're just interested about. And if you pull that into your meditation, um, I think that's going to help you. Um, so I think that's great. Like I, I like to play devil's advocate and I like to say to myself, is it just coincidence that these things are happening or did I like really actually make it manifest? Did I actually, you know, um, cause it to happen. And, you know, as, as I'm getting older and as I'm getting better at this, I do think that you don't get everything you ask for at times because like what you said, maybe it's not the right time. Um, however, in this, in the real pure law of attraction, there really is nothing that you can, they, they claim there's nothing that you cannot manifest. You just, um, you have to have it in your head and you have to have a clear definition of what you want. Like you can't just say, I want to leave my job and I want a better job. Like you can't say that. You would have to say something like, I want to leave my job. I want to work for, I don't know, the parks department. I want to make, you know, $85 an hour doing what I love, working three days a week. Like you have to be very, very specific. Um, there was another person that I think worked, though he did, she did actually work with, um, Silva. Her name was Helen Hadsel and she was, she was like, she was called a contest queen. And basically there was no contest that she did not win at all. Like she won every single contest. I think she won like 500 contests. I think she won a house. I think she won a couple of houses. And, um, she wrote a book called, um, the name it or claim it. And it was called when, when, no, when, no, when nevers of um, wishcraft so it's not witchcraft it's wishcraft mm. um and she basically had this method where um you you basically had to see it project it expect it and then you would get it so but you had to like do the whole process never have an ounce of doubt in you because if you had an ounce of doubt um the universe doesn't know doubt from what you want like you know so you could think you want something and then a second later think i'm never going to get it and the universe is going to hear i'm never going to get it and not give it to you so that was like her philosophy. And I think with the law of attraction, I think that's where people sometimes go get wrong because they they don't think it's going to happen, you know, and they put that out there. And that's the same thing as putting I want something out there. Right. So you have to be like 100 percent sure, um, convinced that you're going to get it. And it has to be realistic. Like you can't say I want to fly, you know, because that's clearly not going to happen. It has to be a really a realistic goal, you know, um, something that you can actually get and something that you can actually work towards you know Mm -hmm. so that's my theory of it um you know but she's another person that um that i i read her book a while ago um but it was interesting because she swears like if you follow her method you're going to get everything you want and and it and they did document that she won like a like i think it was 500 lotteries she won every single one like every single one Mm -hmm. hands down never lost yeah, that's what I wanted to add quick. I was like, when you said, like, you know, you have to be specific and obviously you have to be realistic. Like you said, you can't manifest to fly. So, right. like, I feel like with the laws of attraction, at least how I see it, my point of view is, is that, you know, you can manifest, you know, like you said, I want this job. I want to make X amount of money an hour. But, you know, when you're manifesting it, it may not, it may, like, it may come true, but it might not be your exact manifestation. It might be right. a different version of it. Right. That's, right. that's how I see it. 
Yeah. And I agree with you. And I think that's why you have to be very clear about what you want. And I think, yeah. I think that's where, you know, but how many people have said, I hate my job. I want a new job. Yeah. I hate my job. I want to leave my job. I want to, but then what is it that you want? Like mm-hmm. you could lose your job and end up homeless. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, right. So you got what you asked for, you know, but you have to be very specific. And it, and if it's, you hate your job and you want to leave a job and you want that, this other job, mm-hmm. like what are you doing to get you to that other place? It, it can't yeah. be just sitting home and hoping for it. It has to be, mm-hmm. okay, you know, I, I don't know. I want to be a doctor. Okay. So then you take a class or, you, you know, you move in that direction um, while you're manifesting at the same time. And then things will pop up along the way to guide you in that direction. And that's really how I see it. And I just want to tell a really weird story that happened to me like years ago and why I'm like almost convinced that if I were going to play devil's advocate and say it's just coincidence or it's actually like a power, I would kind of be more towards it's like some sort of power that we all have within each other. I had a situation at work where um, in my job, like I kind of get left alone because it's just the, it's just the job that I have. You know, I'm not a person that people generally come to seek for help because it's just not what my job is. I kind of mm-hmm. do my own thing. I'm a little bit of a perfectionist. Um, but they had said in one of the books I had read that um, if you want to prove manifesting to yourself, ask for something really, really small and doable, like something small. So the one thing that I had asked for, it was really bizarre. I said, you know what? I want to be an expert. I want people to come to me like I'm an expert because really at work, nobody ever comes to me to ask for me for anything. Like, And it was really bizarre because I manifested it for like two weeks. And, and there's a theory, like you have to feel it. So it's not just you see it. It's not just you see it and you name it, but you actually have to feel it. You have to feel what it would be like to have that thing. So in my situation, I would have to feel what it would be like to be an expert, right? Not just see it, not just believe it, but actually feel what an expert would feel like. Mm -hmm. And that kind of hit me one day while I was driving to work. And it was bizarre because I'm like, wow, I can actually feel this. I can feel being an expert. This is weird. Now Now I get it. And I think it was like two days later, I'm at work and I get there. It was a day I was just going to catch up on paperwork. And there's like a knock on my door at 830. And somebody came in and asked me a question. I answered it. And then there was a knock on my door at like 930. And somebody came and asked me a question. And it was a steady stream of people knocking on my door and asking for help. It was the weirdest, weirdest thing. It was and out then, of the normal. It, it was. Like. Well, that's that's what it was. It was just really, really out of the normal because my job is not one that requires people to ask me things. You know, I go and I do my thing. And then I leave, you know, so yeah. for people to actually be knocking on my door, not as a friend, like you want to have lunch or you, let's, you know, nothing, nothing like that. Cause that happens all the time. It was more like, I'm having a problem. Can you help me? Can you look at this? Can you explain this to me? How do I do this? And it was very, very bizarre. And I think if I had any doubt that one moment is when I had no doubt, but it's that feeling, that feeling that you're going to get it. That to me with meditating is the hardest thing to get. That's, that's very hard. And if, and I think that's what makes the law of attraction difficult to begin with. Um, mm-hmm. I think just having that sense of, I can understand this, I can feel it. That's the hard part. Right. Yeah. I, um, a couple of things that you said when um, we're talking about, you know, getting the ball in motion, like, yeah, you have to think it, want it, feel it, need it, but you actually have to do something. Take action. Yeah, you gotta take that action. And that goes back to something else I talked about. And this is why I always said the law of attraction seems to be the foundation to a lot of stuff. I spoke about magic, all right? And not the, you know, on stage magician pulling rabbits out of hat, the actual magic, spell casting, stuff like that. It's not so much you wanna put or cast a spell or you want to perform that magic to manifest something. It's the same exact thing. You want something to happen. So you ask for it, and depending on what uh, path you're following, some people, they're using colors, they're using different types of, uh, uh, you know, smokes, colors, you know, traditional uh, ritualistic stuff, basically. Mm-hmm. But they always say, they're not just going to perform a ritual and it's going to happen. This is just stuff that's basically helping the universe to hear it, but you have to get the ball in motion. Mm-hmm. If you're casting a, let's just say a love spell, and you're using all the red candles and everything, and you're doing your whole ritual, if you're just sitting at home, 
nothing's gonna happen you got to go out there seek the person that you want to be attracted to start making some sort of contact that's the only way to make it happen so same thing with the laws of attraction yeah you want to be rich you want that job you want to manifest it you want to ask for it and I watched the movie I'm not sure if you've seen I think it was 2012 uh, the secret I have yeah I have the I have the book but I don't know if it's the novel it's just like a mm -hmm. I have the see I have a book that's called the secret and it's a bunch of quotes from people that follow the secret mm -hmm. um, but I do know I know the secret I know um, that was with um, Abraham Hicks right correct yeah. yeah and the I know the whole purpose of that was you have to not only want something you have to walk around and actually act feel mm -hmm. breathe live like if you want the money you have to picture that money in your wallet you have to visualize checks coming in the mail everything you're opening up in the mail has to be thought of as money that's the way you do it and i brought up on our show that wednesday night too i said they were kind of debunking some of that they were saying it's kind of bad to think always in a positive note like that mm -hmm. because you're not allowing other emotions to come through yeah. if you're constantly trying to be positive they said if something does go sideways in your life and you feel either sad angry or whatever you don't want to feel sad or angry you just want to keep remaining positive and then that could wreak havoc on your emotions because now you're suppressing certain feelings and this is what the doctors are saying you know but I'm still applaud them for looking into this sort of you know more metaphysical side of things but it kind of made sense to me as much as I don't really like agreeing with doctors but yeah the constant positivity positivity that you have to focus on you kind of lose track of your other emotions and your other feelings mm -hmm. so it's saying well you can't be sad because sad sadness is a negative so you don't want that but I don't quite believe that because if you're positive for one thing and you're on track for one thing you could still feel other emotions I don't I don't know if you agree with that I was gonna say, do you think there's pros and cons in the like? Does pros and cons come into play with laws of attraction? Yeah, that's a good way to put it. And less words, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I understand what they're saying about suppressing the the negative emotions, but I mean, I think if you're you're totally positive, you're still gonna have those negative emotions, right? Because it's not like you manifest. I'm just gonna use the example of being a doctor. Okay, that's not my manifestation, but let's just use that as an example. You know, it, and let's say I'm working towards becoming a doctor. One of the things is I have to take a class, you know, and then I fail a test, right? So there's, I'm going to have a negative emotion, right? I failed this test, right? But if you're pro and, and very into the law of attraction, you're going to take that negative emotion and you're going to say, you know what? I had it. I honored it. That's it. It's gone. Positivity back. Let's move right back in and let's just go again. Let's keep going. So that's how I would see that. I, I think even if you just continuously use that law of attraction, you're still going to have negative emotions coming out right it's just that the more positive is going to dominate and those are the people that are successful you know so those are there's a there's another book called um um think what is it called think and think and grow rich or think and become rich it's on napoleon hill wrote it um abraham hicks talks about it it was written like in the 20s and and that gentleman who wrote that book he studied 500 millionaires like 500 millionaires from the, 20, the 20s and 30s. So we're talking probably billionaires now. And everything that they had in common was was tied to the law of attraction, but they called it different things. It was, mm -hmm. it was they were gonna do it, they didn't care. This was, nothing was gonna stop them. They were convinced. Um, they did ridiculous things because they knew in the end it was gonna work out and they were all successful. So, yeah. yeah. You know, they didn't let anything negative hold them back, mm -hmm. so. Yeah, I'm gonna get personal here real quick. Um, <laughs> now go for it. I was gonna introduce so, you to this. So, <laughs> um, I guess you can say that I've had a strong law of attraction experience in my life. Um, so I guess I'm just gonna, you know, rip off the bandaid. Um, so my son, I have a 13 month old son, and I actually went through um, infertility um, treatments to have my son. So, you know, science does, of course, come into play with this, but how I look at it is, is I see past the science that I went through and, you know, I visualized having a baby. 
um, you know, I went through three years of fertility stuff. So, but I visualized having a baby. I made a plan saying, okay, this is not working naturally. I have tried, I, I have exhausted my manifestations mm-hmm. of naturally having this. So, you know, I went, reached out to, you know, science and you know how I look back at it is this science, all science goes back to the universe. If you really think about it, yeah. it goes back to the earth, you know, um, so I made a plan. I took action. Um, and I did have a negative, um, you know, impact. I, you know, I had two transfers um, to have my son. My first transfer did fail. So my embryo, you know, stopped developing. Um, and, you know, that was a major setback for me. But, you know, what I did was, and this is really personal to me, and hardly people, you know, a lot, not a lot of people know about this in my life, so I'm really putting it out there for everyone, so audience, be appreciative for this, um, but, um, so, I, I was giving up, like, I was, like, I was gonna give up, and then, you know, I manifested, like, no, this is gonna happen for me. This is going to happen for me. Everything is going to fall into place. I'm going to come into this money so I can do another transfer because at that point, my insurance had ran out. Um, well, just about ran out. So I did end up coming into the money. I got my second transfer. And, you know, the night before my transfer, that was successful. Obviously, like I said, I have a 13 month old beautiful boy now. Um, I was in the shower. And I don't know if you've ever, you, Maria, you saw my um, little short reel video that I did. Um, but one of my favorite forms of meditation is I love being in hot water. <laughs> and whether it be being, what's that word? Being like in water. You know, like submerged. immersed, like immersed. Yeah. yeah, whether being submerged or just in like a hot shower with like lots of Epsom salts, lavender, sages. And I was in the shower and, you know, whether, you know, my belief is I do believe in God. So I was like, God, like, I want you to understand that, you know, I'm not just asking you to gift, like, give this to me. I'm manifesting this for myself, but I'm also manifesting for you. Like, I don't want you to answer my prayer just to, like, to benefit me. I also want, you know, I said, you know, I want you to get something in return, you know? So, and I said, you know, I need this to happen. Like, I want this. I need this to happen. Um, and I just kept manifesting and I ignored all of those negative, you know, what if this transfer doesn't work? What if this doesn't work? And Mm -hmm. I just really stuck to my gut and I stopped relying, like I said, I stopped relying on that luck. And I just, I believed that the universe was going to make this happen for me. And I went into it with a positive aspect, you know, after my transfer happened, I just treated myself like this worked, this happened for me. I'm going to get that positive, you know, pregnancy test. I'm going to get that positive blood work test and it worked for me and I really just think like that experience for me was a really like it's a really good example of the law of attraction really working in action for me in my life yeah and that's and that's I think that's what I'm trying to say is like you didn't let any of those negative you didn't run with any of those negative thoughts they were there right because they're probably part of your upbringing at some point right you Mm -hmm. you get you know you're, you're you're given a personality you know the day you're born, I believe, and then all that other crap that happens to you with all the other people telling you things, and then you inherit a lot of negative stuff also. Um, but for whatever reason, those negative voices were coming to you, and you were able to kick them out and stay positive. And honestly, I believe what you're saying. I think that that's probably why it worked out for you. You were not accepting yeah. it. You were like, no, yeah, I'm not, not going to happen. <laughs> it's not. Li- I'm not listening to these things. This is going to happen, and this is what's going to be. And then it was. Yeah. yeah, and there it was. I was going to say, and now he's walking around in the room next to us, being a little terror. But yeah, I really did. I, I set an action. I went through, I feel like it's like those six main steps of laws of attraction. And I went through them and, you know, I didn't even realize that it was the laws of attraction then, but I just really, I was like, I'm going to have this baby. This is going to work. I'm going to like go full term, which I ended up going a week over full term. <laughs> he had to get um. evicted. So, <laughs> but I really like that's a, I feel like that was a great example. And like mm-hmm. I said, it's very personal to me. You know, I I went I had that personal, you know, I was in my shower and, you know, I've always, you know, done meditating, but never really 
placed a name on, hey, I'm meditating, you know? Um, but I, I did that that night, and I feel like that night I always hold so close to me because it's so personal to me. And I really sat there, and I think I was in the shower for about an hour, and I was just going on talking to, you know, God or and the universe. It wasn't even just like, it wasn't even like a religious thing for me. It was more of a universe thing. Like, I'm speaking yeah. to the universe. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give back. And that's what I said, like, I'm going to prove that I will be a better person for the world, like for the universe. I wasn't just, I was manifesting for myself, but I was also giving back. And I was taking that plan and saying, you know, if I get this, if I manifest this, like I will give back, which I feel like Gary can agree with me. I used to overreact about a lot of things and I couldn't see the positives of situations. But, you know, I feel like ever since I had my son, I used to. Now, if I'm in a heightened situation, I can take myself back and I can step back and be like, okay, I have these negatives, but here's the positives of this situation and I'm going to get through it and I'm going to push on and I'm going to manifest a better day for me. Mm. Yeah. And I, and, and I like what you said, like you actually felt like it was going to happen. You, you felt like there was no doubt, yeah. you know, the doubt was out. And I think that's, that's the key right there is like that feeling. Um, and I think that's also the part that's hard to explain unless you felt it. Yes. Right. So like, I understand what you're saying, but I bet if you tell other certain people, they probably wouldn't, um, you know, and then they start saying, oh, it's all in your head or, you know, how do you know it wasn't just going to happen? But it, when you feel it, you know it, like there's no yeah. explaining it. You just know it. So, I mean, I, everybody's been in that, everybody's been in that situation where you just know something's going to happen. You just know it. And it happens. You're like, I knew it. I like it. Yeah. And it's that I knew it. I felt it. I. It's not, I think I really thought it was going to happen. It's a, I knew it was going to happen and I was right. You know, yeah. and it, if you're in tune to it, it happens throughout the day. It really does. If you're in tune to yourself, it does happen like throughout the day, you know, where and you I've just, had you people, know, something's gonna yeah, I've had people argue with me about it. Like, you know, it was the science, you know, it was the IVF mm -hmm. medication. And yes, of course that definitely did help me, but like I said, going back to it, where did this science come from? This science came from this earth. You know, this science came from right. the universe. You know what I mean? Right. So I just feel like I have more of a, I have my third eye open and not a lot of, you know, people come into tune with that. Right. And you, yeah. cross, you cross the boundaries too. Like when you're talking religion, it doesn't matter the yeah. religion. You could, laws of attraction, manifestation, because, uh, we'll just use Christianity. I mean, praying is yeah. same as the law of attraction. You're asking for something. Praying is manifestation, which like yeah. I said, I was like, I was basically praying. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's, and that's the bottom line. It's like praying, manifestation, magic. It, this crosses boundaries of all spiritual beliefs, all religious beliefs, but it all boils right back down to this foundation of the laws of attraction and just how you do it is just based upon you know what you believe in but it's the exact same thing it's just the laws of attraction mm -hmm. and it's it is amazing too and marie like you say yeah we do we have these feelings day to day and sometimes we go through the days not even realizing it like you say but unless you are in tune with yourself mm -hmm. and this is where meditation comes into focus the longer you meditate the more you start realizing you need to be more spiritually in tune, not only with yourself, but everything around you, because we're all vibrating at different frequencies and we need to be in tune with all this. And once we are, yeah, that's when we start getting those gut feelings. This is going to happen. And we start feeling it, sensing it and knowing it. And then it actually starts happening. So that's my take on the meditation side to bring, you know, the laws of attraction into that too, as well. Yeah. And it actually, it actually, I get annoyed sometimes because I know people that are, you know, religious, you know, but they're not mm -hmm. spiritual, but they're religious. And, you know, I'll say to them, like, you, you pray, right? You go into a quiet space and you pray, or you go to an altar or you go to a shul or you go, and what are you doing? You're not talking to anybody, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you're in your own space. So what do you think mm -hmm. you're doing? Like, who are you talking to? You're talking to yourself or to some higher being that maybe you call Allah or you call Jesus or you call whatever you call it. It's the same thing. It's the same message. It's just whatever your culture has given you that, that you had no choice. You have no choice of your religion. Usually you're born into it, right? But right. Th there's a common thread there, right? So where did that thread come from? Why is it every culture has it? 
like you got to start wondering about that too right it's mm -hmm. you know yeah so so different paths going to the same place but the practice really is the same we just call it different things some of us have different rituals behind it but in the end we're all one and we're all going to the same place so all of this back to the universe yeah, back to the universe we came from the universe we're here and we're all looking to go back to the universe at some point you know with me i think it's like i wouldn't say i'm necessarily religious um like i said i do believe in god i have had experiences that you know i'm not quite ready to share yet um but i've had experiences um multiple occasions in my life where you know i believe that there is a god but i also am in very like i am very in touch with spirituality and you know the universe and everything like that so i think like we we're saying basically is that you know they two come together because they're very very similar but yeah you're right they're yeah. similar Actually, and, and I, i've wondered sometimes like you see people like if you even go into the medical field like there you'll see people with these horrible and i've known people i have known people that have mm -hmm. these horrible illnesses and but they're convinced there's not a shred of doubt that they're going to get through it and even with the science that's telling them they're not going to get through it they still get through it yes. and then you see you see other people that have these like illnesses that are just easily cured but they're just relying on their doctors and they feel like there's nothing that they need to do the doctor's going to take care of it and I'm, I'm not knocking doctors i'm really not but you know and then you know they get sicker and nothing happens you know so you got to wonder like there, there are tons of stories if you if you just do a google search people that have cured themselves mm -hmm. um you know I, I actually had lyme's disease a couple years back and i went to you know a regular doctor um who they basically well first of all they said i didn't have lyme disease i went to the doctor who said i did um and then it turned into a thyroid issue and the doctors did nothing for me i ended up going to a holistic doctor okay holistic mm -hmm. doctor um who did um he was some kind of um he did energy healing mm -hmm. trying to think of what the actual name this was like 10 years ago um was it reiki it, it wasn't reiki though okay. it wasn't reiki um i'm trying to think of what it was but it was Eastern, it was definitely Eastern. And he, mm -hmm. he basically just, it was like Reiki, but it wasn't Reiki. So he had me on a table and he was just kind of like going like this. Um, and then he would go into the back room and he'd come back with a cup with some like stuff in it, herbs, or he'd have me drink it. Then he left and came back, did it again, brought me something else. And I think I went to him three times and he literally cured me. I was shocked mm -hmm. because I said to him the third time I was there, I'm like, do I, you know, when do I need to come back? Cause I was going back like every six weeks. And he basically said, no, you don't need to come back. You're healed. And I, yeah. I was like completely, cause you know, like you go to a doctor and they put, they want to put you on drugs and they're like, you got to come see me every year for the next 20 years and pay me whatever. Right. Like he was like, after three visits, he was like, no, you're done. And he, and I legitimately was done. All my symptoms were gone. It was, it was weird. It was weird. So I wanted to say, when she was saying like the you see these people with like these rare diseases or like these horrible illnesses in the hospitals and like the doctors are like there's nothing more we can do you know we just have to see how the course goes and it made me think of you know how people will go on like social media mm -hmm. and there'll be like prayers needed and you know all these people are coming together or they'll say like positive thoughts or prayers needed and these people come together in these circles of like you know they'll, they, they call them like if you're religious they call them prayer circles if you're non-religious and you're spiritual it'll just be like a group of positive thoughts and people don't realize is that that's the laws of attraction they you have multiple people creating this huge source of energy, positive energy for these people. And that's why they're healing. Right. Yeah. And I think also the person itself himself thinking, you know, this is working, this is working. So, right. you know, yeah. it's all I of that. I think of the movie, but there is a movie that's, it's a newer movie. It was probably 2020 maybe or something like that. It came out and it was about a little boy who, I don't know, maybe you guys have seen it. It was about a little boy who fell in the ice or something like that. Mm -hmm. And he drowned and he was in the hospital, basically. The hospital was like, oh, there's nothing we could do. And his mother, now this movie was more religious-based, mm -hmm. but his mother, like, you know, she didn't give up. They were, like, praying and, like, all the other people, like, 
who weren't necessarily religious in the movie. They were just positive thoughts and everything like that. And he actually was healed. So there's a movie. I just wish I can't mm -hmm. remember the name. Oh, was, do you remember who was in it? Was there a famous person in it? Yeah. I'm going to look it up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you guys can go on and then I'll just be like, oh, here it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a lot of movies and there's a lot of documentaries too, just based on that same exact thing. I think this was a true story. I'm sure it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there, there are. There's a lot of them, and because Marie, you said, yeah, there, there's just so much of that, so much proof that this has happened, where people did have a diagnosis that was pretty serious, and they uh, wound up coming through. Breakthrough. Breakthrough. Yeah. Breakthrough. And, yeah. It starred Topher Grace, Josh Lucas, and Chrissy Metz. Okay. okay. It's a really good movie, and it's based on a true story. Of the little, like a little boy drowning. Wow. And then wow. coming back to life, basically. Yeah. Yep. And we use this. Like, I, I went through that Reiki session with uh, Jen. Jen. Yeah. I mean, and that too, same thing. I was in a frame of mind that I never, ever was in before. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, I, to the point where I said, I don't, I was scared to meditate because I felt that. If I got into that space, I was going to lose my mind. Like you wouldn't come back out. I, yeah, I wouldn't come. Or I'll just be too afraid that I'm opening my mind up and I'll start thinking about all the nonsense that had happened. And that one Reiki session, I walked out of there, boom. Like, I'm, I'm going to start a business, boom, start right then and there. It's energy. And that's what, yeah. and it's movement of energy. It's no different than acupuncture, too. Same thing with that energy. Cord yeah. healing is what I was going to say, I mm -hmm. think, too. Cord, cord cutting cord is cutting. when they're cutting the trauma. Yeah. Oh so yeah. Yeah, I've heard cord cut. There's actually a meditation on YouTube where they talk about cord cutting. So they, yeah. they when you're connected to negative, like a negative person or a negative um, experience, you just cut that cord. Yeah. Um, and it's it's also all visual. You just you know you don't even need to go on a YouTube. You could just visualize it. Just mm -hmm. visualize yourself attached to whatever it is that you're that's getting into your head like you said, the negative, mm -hmm. and just picture yourself cutting it. Whatever the image is, you could pretend you're like in a castle and the walls are full. Like it doesn't matter. It's just mm -hmm. you have to visualize something and yeah. and that's what cuts those. is the, a key part of the laws mm -hmm. of attraction. And that's like why I always like, go back to like what Gary said, like the laws of attraction are really the foundation of yeah. all of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I hope, Gary, the meditating isn't scaring you anymore. <laughs> no, not at all. As a matter of fact, I keep doing it more often. And I've I actually, and since then, I've reached new heights with it. Like, I know I'm, if you hear anything on the Facebook, I'm always reminding people, you don't got to clear your mind. Everybody goes, I can't clear my mind. It's a myth. You don't have to clear your mind. I like 20 years, and only as of recently have I actually sat with a clear mind, only twice. And you would think that you'd hit some sort of spiritual awakening grand, you know, not really. <laughs> you just said, oh, wow, I actually have a quiet mind. And it doesn't last that long either. But what's amazing is when it first happened to me, I sat there. I was like, wow, my no thoughts, none whatsoever. I said, this is it. This is it. I'm waiting for that spiritual <laughs> awakening. And But it wasn't that exciting. But it lasted about maybe five minutes, which was pretty good. And then all of a sudden, I start seeing every single symbol, like just spinning around in my thoughts, symbols, hieroglyphics, just all at once. And I see it start spiraling. I said, okay, here comes that great awakening and I don't know what it means. <laughs> but that's, it was just, it, what it does, it sets you up for that next level now. Mm -hmm. And that's how I see it. So everybody, you know, if anybody that's listening now outside of us, yeah, again, you don't have to clear your mind. And when you do achieve that, it's just bringing you to another level. It's it's really, it's not as spiritual as anybody would think it is. You're just sitting there quiet for a few minutes. Finally, no thoughts in your head. But then your consciousness is going to get at you and it's going to throw something at you from left field. Mm -hmm. But right, listen, write it down, journal it, because that's your next step in life. That's That's your next level. So get ready for it. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. You should do you should do a podcast on lucid dreaming. <laughs> that's what that sounds like. <laughs> okay. Um, now that you mention that, um, I, mean, I know I'll, nothing about lucid dreaming, by the way. So. Um, that, okay. But if you do one, I'll listen to the, I'll listen to it. <laughs> okay. Good that you brought that up because 
um, since everybody's being so personal, um, I got to throw in my personal oh, stuff. Gosh, here we go. <laughs> yeah, and of course my stuff is definitely weird. Juicy. Yeah, this is going to be juicy. I am really fascinated with lucid dreaming as well. And I always try to get into that state. So here's my revelation and to everybody out there in podcast world and probably my employer too, but whatever. I started looking up a few things and I smoke um, cigars and I smoke, um, you know, corn cob pipe and all. It's my little passes, and I do it spring and summer and all. I just find it pleasurable. Well, smoking tobacco is one thing. I found mugwort. Ever hear it? Oh, I know mugwort. I mugwort. I know mugwort. You can drink mugwort, mugwort by the way. You, you can, can make it into tea. Yes. Harry Potter shit yes. is this? Yeah. No, okay. no, no. No, he's right. If you drink mugwort, wait a minute. <laughs> if <laughs> mugwort. Because I do know about this. Um, okay. Only because a friend of mine, a friend of mm -hmm. mine, had given me mugwort tea, mm -hmm. and it was it was just tea. Um, you know, not in a tea bag or whatever. You can put right. as much of it as you want. Mm -hmm. And supposedly, supposedly, mugwort tea is supposed to make you lucid dream um yes. now so i did i was afraid it was gonna make me like high you know right, right. <laughs> so i kind of didn't want to do it but i did try because she says no 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 it's not gonna do that you, you're just gonna go to sleep peacefully and you're gonna have these like really vivid dreams mm -hmm. it didn't work for me so um but mm -hmm. i do know mugwort tea and i did try yeah. it it tastes horrible by the way horrible very bitter from what i understand yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah very very bitter but you can sweeten it up but i'm gonna crush yeah. it up and i'm gonna smoke it in my pipe because that's one way to do it. So when I start practicing my scrying, I'm going to sit there with my uh, scrying mirror or my scrying water bowl with my candles. I'm going to smoke the mugwort and I'm going to be doing podcasts <laughs> left and right because again, laws of attraction, I'm manifesting. I want to experience this um, because I want to try and open up some of my psychic abilities with this. So yes, mugwort and it's a naturally grown weed. You could Pick it up from yes. anywhere, really. It grows along ditches and yeah. stuff. You know, just be careful. I mean, I'm not good at identifying, so I wouldn't trust myself. To do so now, what you're you're scrying? What is scrying? Scrying is, it's it's exactly the same as a crystal ball. You know, the reading in a oh, crystal okay. ball. Okay. Uh, but scrying, it doesn't have to be a crystal ball. They use uh, what's known as scrying mirrors. They're basically black mirrors, and that you focus on. Uh, and I'm trying a whole different type because I like to be different, of course. Um, there's water scrying. And so you get a dark colored bowl and you put natural water, uh, rainwater, which I don't trust anymore since this whole Ohio thing. But you put like natural water in, in the bowl and it's supposed to be done when it's dark. And if you put two candles next to it, just basically what it does, it helps you start to picture images. So if you have a question or if you're trying to foresee something in the future and you're in a meditative state, you're supposed to be kind of in that lucid state. That's why I want to use the mugwort as well. And then you just focus on that water and whatever images you start to see, you just kind of journal it. And after the session's done, you go back to a journal and you try to uh, you oh, know, that's interesting. everything. I've, yeah. I've never heard of that. I'll have to yeah. look that up. I've never heard. You, you want me to annoy you now? I'm going to annoy you. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so lucid lucid dreaming is something that people try to do, and it's supposed to be a lot of fun, right? It's supposed to be right. amazing because you're free and you're basically dreaming, but you're you're in control of your dreams, right? Yeah. Uh, my son, who is very skeptical of all of this, he mm -hmm. can lucid dream on his own. Uh, that's usually and he's how skeptical, it and he's yeah. skeptical, and he doesn't believe it. But he was actually he has for him it's like a fear thing. He he mm -hmm. because when he gets into the lucid dreams, he can't get out. People that mm. lucid dream naturally, like because they naturally can do it, um, what happens is they get they get paralyzed and they're they're sleeping, right. they're in bed mm -hmm. and they can't move. Mm -hmm. So if something scary happens in a dream, they're stuck in that they they can't wake themselves up. Right. So he actually can do it on his own. He's one of these few people that can do it on his own. Yeah, and he doesn't. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you can actually do this. Do you know what kind of power you could probably have? You can ask anything, but he doesn't believe in any of that. Wow. But he's, he does suffer from lucid dreams. Wow. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. yeah. It, it does work out that way. Usually people that just don't believe it, like we talked about that too in our shows, everybody has some sort of natural ability and we just got to figure out what it is. And so, yeah, if you don't know what it is, you might be experiencing something like that, like the lucid dreaming and all that. 
and you don't know what it is because you don't believe in that sort of stuff, but there it is, right there in front of you, and it's actually happening. My wife's like that with lucid dreams. I mean, forget it. Like, she has, like, I mean, absolutely vivid, vivid dreams. That's like, how I am. I'm the same really way, and, I, and then I won't, like, journal them. I need to start yeah. because it will come down to the color of the t-shirt and then the moment will happen in front of me and I'll be like, serious deja vu. It'll knock me on my booty. Mm-hmm. Like, but, <laughs> yeah. Yep. We do. We have that. Everybody has something and that's why, and that's really why I'm trying to get into Cause like, I always sit here and say, well, what's my ability? And I did, I went to a psychic to ask and it's same thing. Like I'm just spiritual across the board. I, follow pagan path but i don't follow any one specific so i went to a psychic and he said past life he all he could see is like chemistry stuff all around he says and he's like i'm getting alchemy you know you were an alchemist i was like well i kind of suck at math so i don't really think that (laughs) but (laughs) so be it but then it i kind of put the two and i said that makes sense and i started reading about alchemy and i'm sitting there and it just unfolded before me i said this is everything i believe in it's everything i've been doing all along so now i just say i'm an alchemist okay (laughs) it's it's just amazing how these things happen that and now like i said i i want to see if i can't get in touch with my uh, psychic side and i'm going to try the mugwort to help so there i said it i I revealed it i'll be smoking mugwort (laughs) Uh, it's totally totally legal yeah it's totally legal it's nothing to it yeah, yeah it's, no and it's supposed to actually it's, it's it's also supposed to make you sleep people take it just to make them sleep so it's not it is yeah, yeah that's it's beneficial factor is that it cures insomnia so you say it cures insomnia mm. so i'm like what in the harry potter stuff <laughs> <laughs> no, well, it's, it's real it's a real thing <laughs> <laughs> so maria what about you i mean you, you shared some stuff that happened to you like you said just believing and manifesting at the laws of attraction. Have you reached any higher levels on your meditation or are you just still kind of just do it on a daily basis? So so the, the meditating for me is just to, when I get very stressed, which I can get very, I'm just, I'm an anxious person by nature, right? That's mm-hmm. That was the cards I was dealt. And so it's a way that I can deal with my anxiety. So I do meditate every day. Um, I'll meditate at work. Um, I like to meditate to the point where I, I like to, empty my mind like I can get to that point and I know when I'm there when I can't feel my body anymore if that feels really bizarre so so the way I was taught was um my foot when I cannot feel my foot anymore or I feel like my foot is not part of my body right it's kind of weird I I don't even know if I'm explaining it the right way but when I feel like I'm disconnected from my body Mm -hmm. um that's when I know I'm at that calm state I'm at a very calm state and I can think of things but so I don't want to say I totally clear my mind, but the problems, um, it's kind of like they go and they come and they go, you know, mm-hmm. and I'll think more positive stuff. But it's a very it, it's almost like the feeling you get when you, you know, when your alarm clock wakes up in the morning and you don't have to get up and you're in that like that kind of calm feeling right right before you get up. You, you're, you're sleeping, but you're not sleeping. Mm-hmm. And you just, it's right. a good feeling. You know, it's a good, mm-hmm. cozy feeling. That's what it feels like to me. There you go. So, and that's the point. That's that's where you want to be with meditation. And I forget. I think that's the theta waves. Yeah, I, I think it's uh, I think it's theta because I think theta delta waves. is one is really really like you're in control of mm-hmm. like all the subconscious stuff. I'm I'm not right. there. So it's yeah. it's not the awake state. It's that in between state. In between. Yeah. Yeah. So I, me personally, I'm not doing it for any kind of ESP or to. I'm not doing it even to manifest, to be honest with you. I'm doing it more just to calm things down. And I like that feeling. Like, who doesn't like that feeling when you wake up on a Saturday and you don't have to get up and you can just snooze in bed? Like, that's the feeling. But it's great because I can get it in 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. I can get that feeling in 10 minutes at my desk. Your which body's takes... producing that dopamine. The natural right. Dopamine that's exactly that's exactly what it is. That's the science yep. behind it. So you can, yeah. you know, for anybody listening there that's like, a skeptic there's a science behind it it's your your yeah. brain's producing a hormone that is make that feels good so yeah. you know why not do it and it's calming me down it's either that or be stressed mm-hmm. like okay you know what's my choice like honestly like if i can do that i'm gonna i'm gonna try to calm myself down right. so 
but the manifesting is another thing. And it's, but I, I, like I play devil's advocate because sometimes I say, look, I, I said it before. I was like, is it just coincidence? But sometimes like it's, one of the things with law, law of attraction is if you're really, really positive, you'll get messages throughout the day. Stay with it. Stay with it. Stay with it. Stay with it. We're here with you. Stay with it. Go this way. Go this way. Go, like it, you know. And when you do that, it things happen. Like you, you right. it's just bizarre. It's really, really bizarre. Like you might see three numbers that you thought of earlier in the day, or a name pops up that you thought about, you know. And it's but it's just a sign to keep going. I don't know if I'm explaining it right, but no, yes, I am like 100% with you. Yes, <laughs> yeah, because yep. it's very, very weird. Yeah. yeah, it's it's following science. And listen, for anybody else that's you know out there, well, everybody that is listening, understand too. These are things, especially if you're just starting out again. And it's we'll just go back to the meditation for a set, second. Starting out, just practicing that five ten minutes a day, just to get yourself into that state. Because you want it's it's a practice. You got to start somewhere. You got to be able to train your body that you're going to go into a meditative state. It makes it that much easier. Because even Maria, I'm sure now it doesn't matter where you are. If you need to meditate, no. you could do it yeah. in the parking lot of the supermarket. Mm-hmm. Literally, if I exactly. have ten minutes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so that that's... takes but that takes practice. Like yes. people have to understand that you that does ju- that does not happen in the course mm-hmm. of a couple of weeks or a couple. You literally have to practice until you figure it out and your body gets trained to do it. And then it becomes actually addictive and it's a good addiction to be honest. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's a good addiction. Gary, I've meditated at board meetings where I'm staring at my boss and he has no idea. idea. I'm somewhere else. I'm completely somewhere else. I'm like looking right at him and I'm like somewhere else. Okay. There's no shame in that because believe me, I do the same thing. I don't care. You know, when I'm in trouble, I go into the boss's office. I'm meditating. You know, I'm just sitting in the chair. Do, I, it on. do you understand what I just said? Yep. 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 Sorry, it won't happen again. <laughs> yeah, some people know me too well. But yeah, you do. You've got to start though from somewhere. And so you start for those small little steps and eventually you get up to the point where you could meditate in a busy environment. And this is the same thing for laws of attraction. It's not going to work instantly. We're not going to sit here and tell you that, oh, if you want to be rich, just think you're going to be rich and wake up tomorrow and you're going to be rich. It doesn't happen that way. It takes time. There's a process to it. But Maria, you're saying too, like you said, there's signs throughout the day. Don't forget, if especially if you're new at this, some of us have been doing it for so long. We recognize the signs. We've journal everything i i can't stress this enough you start seeing numbers colors names whatever it be jot it down somewhere and then when you go back and you have a moment start figuring out what each one of those signs actually meant mm-hmm. I, it takes a lot of self-reflection but this way you can be guided in the direction that you want to go so don't forget journal everything it, it, this is this is very high level stuff you know when you really think about it but anybody can do it but it just takes that practice. And again, it you do. You got to start off small and start building up. Maria mentioned that too. Start doing those small little manifestations just to try it out to see. And you see if it starts happening. And then you start going for the big stuff. You know, And that's how you work on yourself. Use this for good too, people. Don't manifest mm-hmm. negative energy on bad people yeah. either. That's... That's yeah, and any <laughs> and any like re, yeah, any reputable person that teaches meditation or manifestation will tell you. Like even in all every single book, the Napoleon Hill book, the Silva book, all of them will tell you only to do it for good. Like because you can manifest bad, mm-hmm. so they like they they will all say like always say you manifest for good, for good, for good, not just for yourself, but, but good for all. Um, you know, all that. And I honestly, I wish I had, because it took me a very long time to learn this. I wish I had had some, like, I'm glad that you're doing this where you can actually train people because like, if they have like a, a person to teach you, right. It just happens so much quicker because a lot of stuff I had to learn through trial and error. Right. So like you're, you're actually teaching people like how to do it. So they don't have to go by trial and error. Like they're, they're, they're being like trained in a certain way or, you know, um, so it's a great thing that you're doing, to be honest. I wish I had known somebody that I didn't even know people trained you for that. Like I didn't mm-hmm. realize they were trainers for that. So right. um, it's a great thing. It's a great thing. Yeah, it's it's good to be guided. It's good to have someone that's going to just guide you. And the way I work too, it's 
because everybody's different. Everybody has their own individual mm-hmm. personalities. Everybody, some people have stronger mental blocks, you know, as far as what they feel they can or cannot do. And so it's just sitting and getting to know a person and starting to figure out exactly what it is one you're trying to achieve with meditation. Like you said, it's it's to reduce anxiety. If that's all it's for, that will work on just on that baseline. But if somebody is looking for something, hey, I want to go down that mugwort path, you know, <laughs> I that's what we figure out. So we figure everything out, your personality, your mm-hmm. thoughts, your ideas, your beliefs. It, it, there's a lot of stuff that comes into play. And then once we got that formula down, just work out a program on how to develop your intuition. What tools they need. Yeah, and the tools and give you. And then again, we only give you the tools. We'll show you how to use them. It's really up to you. Yeah. You've got to be dedicated to this sort of thing. It's not just going to happen. you got to work on it. Got to work on yourself. Got to work on, you know, self-reflection. If you're not going to take the effort or make the effort to do it, it's not going to happen. And that's what we teach. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. That's great. I think that's a wonderful thing. Thank you. Absolutely. We've hit well, you'll have to let you'll have to let me know how the mugwort goes. <laughs> oh, don't worry. There's going to be podcasts. There's going to be live shows. I might even do it live as I'm smoking it. I, I don't care. Viewer discretion advised. Yes. Yeah. Who knows how this is going to turn out? But either way, I will bring it to the masses. I don't mind. <laughs> uh, we're hitting the top of the hour here, people. I can't thank Maria enough for coming in yes. here and sharing this. This was actually a really good show. good show. I like this. Normally, I sit and talk to myself through the microphone, like I said, and hopefully I'm reaching out to people, which I know I am, and I appreciate all you listeners. I really do, and again, you guys, there's so much more that I have planned. I have big ideas. Check out the new webpage. Go to thirdeyemeditation.net. Look for the, um, it's the on studio, uh, on podium, I'm sorry, on podium, uh, and that's where we have our podcast now. It just It's a better looking page. You can reach out to us through email send us suggestions now uh send us donations too don't forget we are looking for donations this way we could keep bringing you good stuff like this uh and also i have hannah in the studio too now hannah does some of the podcasts i'm hoping she does some of the podcasts on her own and has a little sub channel of her own because look i also appreciate you sharing some real personal stories like mm-hmm. that too i mean that's Someone out there is going to relate, yeah. you know, and that's what I really appreciate. And I like appreciate I said on my, up. like, you know, episode, I'm just like, a, I wear my heart on my sleeve and I take my personal experiences and I look at myself like, what kind of person I would I be if I didn't take my experiences and, you know, help others with them. And it's interesting because that was the promise that you made. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, so you're holding true to your promise. Yes. Yes, she so. is. That's great. Yeah, I appreciate everybody. I appreciate, Hannah, you sharing your personal stories. Maria, I appreciate you coming in here and sharing your knowledge on all this. This here really was This was a wonderful show. It was wonderful. I like this. This is is episode one of season four. And look, I started off with a really great show. I couldn't be more thankful. I couldn't be more thankful to my guests, to my sidekick here, Hannah. Uh, So, Maria, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. You're very welcome. Absolutely. My pleasure. I've enjoyed it. And... uh, let me know if you do the uh, the other one because I want to hear about your uh, floating through space with your mother. <laughs> Don't worry about it. You're going to hear about it. <laughs> no, no, because I'd actually want to learn more about it. So if you mm-hmm. if you um, have a guest, you know, let me know because I would like to listen to that podcast. Yeah, I'm, I'm just very intrigued by that. Okay. Yeah. I appreciate it. Okay. Yeah, thank you. We'll keep you informed. Marie, thank thank you. you again. Take care of yourself. Um, I'll be in touch with you. And everybody else, um, I would like to say thank you again. Thank you to everybody else that tunes in to Third Eye Meditation Podcast. Check out our Facebook too. Go follow us over there because we have our wind down show. Uh, real quick again, I just want to touch base. ThirdEyeMeditation.net, 717-746-6164. If you need to reach out to us for anything, uh, we can help you out with all the meditation, good stuff, even the uh, manifestation parts, mm-hmm. the laws of attraction, any questions or anything like that. You can reach out to us. And Hannah, I'll give you this card. And don't forget for all your metaphysical needs to check out Mind's Eye Metaphysical. Um, 
She is located at 3 Road Ave, Marietta, PA, 17547. You can reach her at 717-286-3784, and her website is mindseyemetaphysical.com. Be sure to check her out. Her collections and everything are amazing. She does offer shipping, so again, that um, website is mindseyemetaphysical.com. Um, Jenna's great. Angelo is powerful and wonderful as well. Um, but be sure to check out Mind's Eye Metaphysical. All right. Ladies, gentlemen, thank you all so very much. We'll be joining you again soon. Yep. Hope to see you even on Facebook. Uh, check us out there. We have a great show planned tomorrow. Mm-hmm. That we do. We have Arcane Oracle coming into the studio, so you're going to wind up catching on replay unless you're listening to the show prior to. So yes. don't forget past, present, and future. Ladies, gentlemen, thank you all so much. Have a great, great time. Have a time. good night.